You're listening to The Main Course, where food is serious business. Listen along for insights, strategies, forecasts, and thought leadership from the front lines of food with your host, Barbara Castiglia. Welcome to The Main Course. Today, we're going to be talking about how technology can be used to help restaurants kind of recover from the pandemic and some unique ways that that they can utilize some technology that's available to them to also enhance the guest experience. I'm Barbara Castiglia of Modern Restaurant Management and the host of the main course. And with me today are from Uptown Network, the CEO, Jack Surface, and Patrick Johnson, who's the CEO of Rock Paper Reality. First, let's talk about what this is. In general, we're talking about augmented reality. So I guess whoever wants to take it, give me what augmented reality is and how it relates to, um, you know, to restaurants. Augmented reality is essentially a fusion of the digital and physical world. And what does that mean? So um, when you're holding out your phone and your camera feed is running, similar to like you were taking a video, you can overlay virtual information on the physical environment as if it was actually there. And how that relates to the restaurant space is you can take everything from uh, 3D modeled meals that look photorealistic exactly as you would be getting them after you purchase them. Um, and you can see that sitting right in front of you. So this is in increasing your understanding of what the meal is before you purchase it. And of course, in the, the sense of the Uptown Network app, um, if you're going to gift it to somebody else, which we'll get into in a second, I'm sure. <laughs> So are there other kind of practical uses for restaurants? Yeah, so I think there's there's a, a whole handful of them. I think one that I've always wanted to do was, and especially in, in this day and age, is um, with, with augmented reality, you can, um, let's say you wanted to be, a server came to the table and they wanted to show the recommendations of the items that were, were on the menu. If everybody's holding out their phone and pointing it towards the middle of the menu, the, the server could actually walk you through all the different meals that, and, and you'd be able to see them right there, um, on the table in front of you. So this is, this is a th- taking that tiny little picture that's usually the size of a postage stamp, um, on a physical menu and being able to blow it out to the actual size and scale of what the meal is that you're about to receive. The other piece that is really pretty exciting is you can do a uh, what we call like a portal. And this is a 360-degree uh, photorealistic uh, representation of the, the dining environment itself. So you can actually um, be able to literally walk around inside of this digital representation of the restaurant and, and uh, visit it before you even go to get a feel of what it looks like, the ambiance, and the, the even the art on the walls. So Jack, let's talk about Uptown Network and kind of explain your background, how you got into this and what Uptown Network does, who you work with, and particularly, you know, you have this bring your own menu technology and what that is and what it does. Okay, sure. Just a quick background. I've founded a few software companies. Um, uh, two were acquired and one was taken public. And uh, also, uh, my wife and I owned a restaurant for eight years. And so uh, the Uptown Network is kind of the uh, combination of the technology and the restaurant experience. And pretty much all the employees at Uptown Network, um, uh, one, everyone is a shareholder. And then also almost everyone has had restaurant experience. Either they you know, worked in a restaurant or owned restaurants. And so 
Uh, we, we originally started with uh, digital menus on iPads, and uh, uh, we actually, about a year before the pandemic, we were working on being able to let people choose between phones or uh, tablets, and uh, it just, the timing just worked out, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know the right way to say it, but, but the, the, the product was done exactly when the pandemic hit, so we were able to offer a really much better solution than like a PDF menu on, on a phone where it was fully mobile responsive and it was ADA compliant. And so, so, uh, we've got a couple hundred restaurants using BYOM now. Um, but the other thing that we kept hearing is restaurants, uh, really needed new sources of revenue, especially in this time. And, um, you know, there's been a big push in the industry for gift cards. Uh, but one of the things that we've also heard, we work with a lot of Larger brands, uh, and also independents, but, uh, you know, companies like Darden and Waldorf Astoria. Um, and so we, you know, we do a lot of uh, brainstorming with them. And one of the things that, you know, we really had heard is that gift cards in general were kind of old, you know, those plastic gift cards that you get in a grocery store. Um, you know, they're kind of, I don't want to say boring, but they kind of are boring. And, and, uh, uh, what we had thought is, well, we already have the whole menu already digitally on the, phone or on the, the tablet, wouldn't it be interesting if you could take anything on the menu and turn it into a gift card? So instead of just getting a plastic card for $50, you could get, you know, maybe a, a big chocolate cake dessert or a tomahawk steak or, you know, something that, you know, the person that you're giving them, uh, you know, would really like. And so uh, we have a lot of really good advisors at Uptown Network. And one of them is named Paul Cataldo, does a lot of work in, in software uh, company circles up in the Boston area, and he he knew Pat, and so he actually made the introduction uh, between Pat and I, and we really thought this would be a really new way to give a gift experience. So it wouldn't just be the gift; it would also be an augmented reality experience uh, with the gift. And you know, of all the things you can do with AR with restaurants, we really think that gifting is kind of the killer app in terms of being able to. Uh, be able to uh, just really personalize the experience. And our work with RPR has been great because, you know, we've brainstormed some things like uh, virtual gift wrap that's customized and branded to the restaurant, allowing the gifter to, you know, choose what kind of gift wrap they want to give and include a virtual video uh, message with it. Um, be able to get notified when someone redeems a gift and you can even send a second video if you want to say, hey, I hope you enjoyed everything. Um, letting the restaurant know when the gift was redeemed. And so that way, and let's say it was an anniversary, they could have a, a nice reminder the next year uh, that if they've enjoyed that anniversary, maybe they want to do it again. And so there was a lot of uh, really cool things you can do with augmented reality and virtual gifting. And um, it's really been fun working with RPR. And, you know, you've been, you launched this around Christmas time. So what kind of response have you received? You know, it's, it's interesting because it really, I think, has, uh, we, we wanted to do a soft launch because, so you did about 10 restaurants, but right when we launched, this was right when a lot of the government shutdowns happened. And so the, the restaurants are actually just coming out of that now. So we're really going to know soon. But what we've seen so far is the people who get these gifts are much happier than if they re received like a uh, plastic gift card. Um, you know, it's really personalized. Um, some of the videos have been really awesome in terms of, you know, a, a father and two kids giving a, a gift to Bull and Bear to uh, uh, their mom and and the grandkids saying, Grandma, you're going to love it. And, you know, so it's much more personal than uh, uh, a, a gift card. And what Pat had mentioned about walking around the dining room, uh, we worked with RPR on that. And so what's neat is if you give a gift to Bull and Bear, 
at the Waldorf Astoria in Orlando, you not only see your gift, but you actually then see your gift in the dining room. You know, and Pat, maybe you can talk a little bit about that, but it's a cool experience. You can literally uh, see like your tomahawk steak on a dining room table with the music playing in the background and, and the, in the whole dining room. It's a great, I mean, and, and just, I guess, explain, you know, how you, how you got together and how you worked together to kind of coordinate all of this. Sure. Well, so, um, I, I guess like, uh, the way it kind of all started is Jack reached out to us and he, you know, laid out the idea and the, the light bulb went off of my head and I said, absolutely, this is something that makes, is a perfect use case for augmented reality. And, and it, and it, you know, he's absolutely right. The, the gift card industry is, is, um, you know, it is just flat and it's boring. <laughs> and, and this really is, uh, brought new life to it. And, and it's something that is so exciting. I mean, it's, it's the, the restaurant. Um, industry is, is certainly going to be right for this. And I think it seems to be the right time, but you can imagine that the, the sky's the limit. So it's whether it's, it's a tomahawk steak or, or even a pair of Nike shoes, like there, this is a whole industry that's ready to be disrupted. But in terms of how it all kind of worked, you know, um, the Uptown Network already had a fantastic app that they, they had already built out. And so what we did is we, we built out the augmented reality portion of it. Um, and then we essentially integrated it into the app and maybe just for the, the listeners, the kind of the process is somewhat interesting in how you actually create a 3d model of, of a, um, of a, of a meal. And so the chefs actually brought out, uh, all, you know, at least a good portion of the meals on the bull and bear menu, laid them all out nice and neat. And then our, um, our CTO went around it and, and actually started clicking the photographs. And in the way that we, it's a process called photogrammetry. Essentially, you just keep on clicking the camera until your finger gets sore and you get a couple hundred photos of the, of the item. We run it through a system. And at the end of it, it puts out a, a completely one to one scale, like photorealistic item, um, of, of the, of the meal. And we did the exact same process for the entire dining room. And it's, it's really a pretty revolutionary technology. And how long of a process is it to put all of this together? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good question. So as far as the, the shoot goes, it, it was essentially, you know, one and a half days, one, one day to, to shoot all the items. And that was for, um, a couple different restaurants. And, and then we had like a half a day where we, we, we shot the, the, um, the bull and bear dining room. Uh, the development process takes, you know, a couple weeks, but I think that was partly just setting, creating the foundation. Um, now it's much faster. Now, now we can really get in there, take the, sh take the photos, um, and, and turn around the assets much, much quicker than, than building it out from start to finish. W wouldn't you say, Jack? Yeah, I definitely would. And I think we also worked with RPR to, uh, give restaurants kind of the flexibility based on how involved they want it to, to get with this. So, uh, so like the Walters, they really want it, um, you know, the, the total experience of the dining room and, uh, the 3D, uh, food models. You, RPR has also built out a 2D version of this, um, where you can actually still get gift in augmented reality, but just with a picture of the, uh, of the dish as opposed to the, uh, having to go through the 3D modeling. So it's really up to the restaurant. Um, you know, we can get them up and running with basically no photo shoot or we can do a really involved one. Um, but I, I thought, I found it was really fascinating with, um, with Bull and Bear, just seeing the process. Um, 
And uh, I, I can tell you, Barbara, for those kind of photo shoots, we started early and we were pretty tired by the end of the day. <laughs> so how can this, you know, if, I, if I'm a restaurant owner who's listening to this and I have, you know, my little little kiosk area of gift cards that has been sitting there getting dusty. And, you know, maybe people have been buying them uh, in 20, you know, the end of 2020 because people want to support their local restaurants. Um, but I'm listening to this and I'm like, you know, I kind of like this, but you know, why should I go about it? What, what is it go? What kind of value is it going to offer me and to my guests? Sure. I, I, there's a, several, I think, advantages to this is one is it's, certainly much more personal because instead of just giving a generic gift card, you're actually giving a, an item that you know the person who receives it will like. And in the, in the event they don't, you know, they don't like the item you gave them, they can use the gift just like a normal gift card. So they can, you know, if it's a, a $50 steak, they can use the $50 on salmon if they, they would prefer. But, but it, it, the first step is they're getting something that the person giving it to them has put some thought into. They're getting a personalized message with it. They have an experience that you can actually record the experience and, and post it up to social media. So that helps the social graph of the restaurant as well. Um, and, you know, with the kind of the user generated content uh, happening uh, with their brand. Um, and then the other thing that's neat about this is like those gross, those uh, gift cards in the grocery store. Um, we've heard from restaurants a lot of times they're paying a 20 percent transaction fee, uh, you know, to have those gift cards in the grocery store. Um, and just, I know with my wife and I owning a restaurant, there was so many times someone would come with a hundred dollar gift card and then the bill would be like $102 when they were uh, checking out. It was amazing how, um, close that. So it really, the transaction fee was really on the entire, the, the entire table where with this, we also have micro gifting where you can just give something as simple as a cocktail or a dessert. Um, and we, there's a 15% transaction fee. On the gift, uh, we also pay the credit card processing fee out of that. Um, but what's nice about that is uh, these micro gifts drive uh, other purchases with no, then there's no transaction fee on that. So as an example, if someone gives an entree at Bull and Bear, let's say it's $50, you know, and that person brings in uh, someone with them, they order maybe an appetizer, a bottle of wine, a dessert, you know, the effective transaction fee might only be 3%. On that, so that this is a way that we really wanted to help restaurants to, you know, this is a time they, you know, with all these delivery companies taking 20, 30 percent of the transaction, um, you know, that's the entire bill. Uh, we wanted to give away where the transaction fee could be much smaller so we could have true restaurant recovery uh, after everything that's gone on. So I, I think what's so great about it is there's like, as, as Jack mentioned, there's a direct you know, increase to the bottom line through these, the, the digital gift carding. But I, I just wanted to mention the intangible benefit of it as well, especially in a time when restaurants are, are fighting to stay relevant. Um, experiences like this surprise and delight a, a user, and it actually has a high likelihood of uh, um, virality. So the, the, the chances that a user is going to share this because it's so cool and interesting with the branded restaurant experience on it to their network is, is a high probability. So once I share my experience with Jack, Jack says, this is so cool. I'm going to share it with my friends. He captures it. He puts this on social media. And now you're starting to get this great network effect of not only are you sharing these experiences amongst your immediate friends, but then they're sharing it out to their, their, their whole community. 
And the, and the other piece that I'd like to just mention is the creation of these 3D assets is actually, um, there's a whole lot more that you can even do with them if you're at the restaurant. Not only can you, you, you use them for the, um, for the menus and obviously for the gifting experience, but you can also take those assets and be able to promote them even on social media, like Instagram and Snapchat now have ability to be able to visualize 3D assets. Um, and, and you could even put them on your website and be able to literally just click the button on your website and be able to visualize them in, in AR. So there's all these different touch points across the customer journey where they're interacting with the, the restaurant where you're adding these, these new, um, what we like to call these moments of truth for, for these consumers where they walk away with a really positive association with the restaurant and, and ultimately share that with their friends. And it's interesting, uh, you know, what you, what you're talking about, you know, is personalization, you know, the spreading of word of mouth through a network. And it's really using the technology for these still essential foundations of, you know, building awareness and hospitality. That's right. Absolutely. Right. And that's, I think, one of the things I think people are really longing for right now is I think restaurants have really become very transactional in this time, you know, with, you know, people, you know, getting kind of, you know, a, a dish in some sort of styrofoam container and, you know, and, and, and trying to get back that excitement and that hospitality, kind of the romance of, of the restaurant and, and, and have a brand forward experience. And also, Pat, I'm glad that we're doing this call because look for some changes to the Uptown Network Instagram site after after this call today. I hadn't thought about putting them, all of the 3D assets up on Instagram. So good idea. No problem. We'll help you with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we've been, you know, in 2020, everything's been kind of flipped to, you know, curbside pickup, takeout and delivery, which, you know, contactless, which, you know, is a different, it's a guest experience, but it's a different guest experience. What you're talking about is things that are, you know, the delight the guests, things that, you know, are kind of creating, a, you know, this sense of loyalty and, and, and genuine, genuine hospitality. So why do you think that something like this is really crucial now as, you know, where people are starting to get vaccines and, you know, and restaurants are going to get on the path to recovery? Yeah. Well, we can't wait till restaurants get on the path to recovery and, and, uh, the uh, um, I think what's what's nice about this is you know right now as an example you can give a bull and bear gift and walk around the uh, the dining room and have a virtual experience without you know having to go to the restaurant yet. Um, but what's neat is even as restaurants open up and again we can't wait for that um, is is to be able to uh, you know I I think it's even just as engaging then because uh, we were seeing people giving the the bull and bear gifts you know. Uh, uh, before the pandemic. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it was just, it was still a wonderful experience to be able to go and walk around the dining room and kind of know what, a little bit of what you, is going to happen before you go there. Um, and also, as, as uh, Pat said, this is kind of the, just scratching the surface. You could give somebody, let's say, a tea time and walk around the, the, the tea of the 18th green, you know, from, from your kitchen, you know, or, you, you know, you could gift, you know, even a hotel room and, and you could walk around the hotel room. Uh, you know, before you went there. So it's, it's, it's really extending the experience. Um, and it's combining the, the virtual and the real. So, so it's, it's getting you really excited before you have that in-person experience. 
And so what's nice is for the pandemic, you can, that obviously has a lot of applicability now, but I think even as restaurants open up, um, it's going to have just the same impact. You know, with micro gifting, are you finding that, you know, because it's maybe a little more affordable, that it's not necessarily tied into a holiday, it may be just, uh, you know, thinking of you going to send you, you know, a, a piece of cake or a cup of coffee or something like that. Um, and that, um, you know, and that, as you talked about before, you know, that that's viral, you know, if, if I received a cup of coffee or something, you know, I might be more likely because I had a good experience to share that with someone else. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly right. And I think all of us have had that experience of, um, you know, let's say it's an expensive restaurant, you, you wouldn't give somebody a gift card for $50 to a restaurant that you know is going to cost them $200 to, to eat in. However, um, you may give them just a dessert, you know, and, and, uh, and it's a different kind of thing. It takes the, the barriers away. It makes it more accessible. Um, and it lets people give more, uh, for less money. And I think that is like what's so great about, um, augmented reality. In a way, it is just a new medium for communication. And, um, one of the things that's so cool about the, the AR gifting platform, which we actually haven't talked about is, is not only is, am I sending, um, the, the 3D model to Jack, but then I can also be able to record myself, you know, happy birthday, Jack. I wish we could be there in person and then be able to not only send him the, the coffee, but a video that corresponds with it. And we even created this little feature in it. So while, while you're walking around the coffee, um, there's a, it's called a billboard. The video is actually going to continue to face you no matter where you are in your, your environment. Um, so it's, uh, there's little tiny things that keep it personal and, and, and certainly keep that human connection front and center. So where do you see augmented reality moving forward? And, and you know, how does that work within the restaurant realm? So there, there, there's, there's a variety of different ways. I think, you know, what, what's incredibly interesting is this, you know, depending on what, um, statistic you look at, uh, digital has, has grown, um, the adoption of digital has grown exponential over the last, over COVID. And augmented reality has been, some would say 200% adoption from augmented reality. So people are starting to recognize how you use it and what do you use it for. And what's really kind of interesting is that, um, there's, there's stats out there that say two thirds of shoppers think that AR would help them make a better buying decision. Um, you know, 66% said that 3D and AR visuals would help increase their confidence when it comes to buying the right product. And, and then the other last piece of it is like 42% say that they would even pay more for a product if they could see it in 3D and AR. So I guess where I'm going with this is like, AR is actually really driving tons of value for not only the customer, but for the, the, um, uh, for, for the consumer, but for the actual business owners themselves. And so when there's, when everybody's benefiting from it, there's going to be a lot more money invested in it. The big, the big tech companies are going to start to kind of lean in and build out the feature sets that are going to, you know, allow for a lot more, um, exciting features coming out. And the last thing I'd add to that is, is, you know, this is the big, the big picture is people are going to, there's going to be a day when people are wearing uh, heads up display glasses. Apple already said that they're going to be releasing them in 2022. Facebook has, has ones that they're going to be releasing this year. 
And just as if you told someone back in, in the early 2000s about smartphones, you know, everyone would have scoffed. But when you are at a disadvantage because all of your friends have the glasses and they're able to get an experience that you can't get anywhere else, then you're going to go out and buy a pair for yourself. So that's the big picture things. And, and it's where the, the industry is kind of evolving right now. Yeah. And Barbara, I, I think also uh, in terms of gifting where the future is, is uh, we're already talking to a lot of our customers about building the AR gifting into a loyalty program. Um, so you could imagine someone checking into a hotel who's, say, a platinum member and automatically getting some sort of amenity uh, sent to them uh, that says, hey, you know, we've got a special dessert for you to, you know, at, at our signature restaurant to try to keep them on property. Uh, you could also see restaurants rewarding people uh, or using gifting as guest recovery. Um, you know, in case someone didn't have a great experience, they could give them something to encourage them to, to come back. Um, so really having gifting move into the loyalty world, I think, is uh, something that we're going to see here. And then I think also more social. I think the neat thing with micro gifting is you can start to think of a scenario where you would give it to many people. So you might, you know, if you're going to go on a golf outing with some friends, maybe you give them all something in the clubhouse, uh, you know, for, for after your your, your golf you know, game. So uh, I think, you know, more social and also loyalty is where I see the, the micro gifting going. And I think, you know, gifting in general is kind of the essence of hospitality. You know, you're giving an experience. It's the, the positive aspect of it. And, you know, it's just something that, you know, as you said, it, it's, you know, made to delight. So, you know, in 2020, restaurants were never, uh, a lot of restaurants were never the first to jump on the technology bandwagon, but they've seen how, you know, paperless, QR codes, the comeback, that these technologies really helped them. And in many cases, were a savior, you know, and now they're hearing all of these other things that they can do. And you think that that restaurants are going to be looking toward technology more for solutions in the future? I definitely do. Um, I, I think, um, you know, what we're hearing from a lot of our customers, you know, post pandemic, they, they think they're going to need uh, three things. They're going to need uh, tablets, phones, you know, and also in rare cases, paper. So it, it won't be a one size fits all. But a lot of the people who have been kind of looking at their phones during this time, you know, uh, are going to really prefer a tablet um, as opposed to a paper menu. So we, we see it that, you know, that's kind of, you know, another piece of technology that will start to grow pretty quickly as things start to reopen. Um, but I, I definitely think uh, to your question that, you know, I think restaurants are going to be much more open to technology. I think they're also going to be looking for ways to kind of free themselves up from some of these delivery services that have been taking such a big bite out of their profit. And I think, you know, they're going to be looking for uh, ways, you know, to try to, uh, you know, keep more of their profit and have vendors keep less of it. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I think like any new technology that's coming out, like everybody's just kind of eagerly standing by, like just waiting to see the success stories coming out because very few want to be first. Um, sometimes they, they, the first reap the rewards. Other times they, they failed, uh, miserably, but they learned a lot, right? Um, and, and what we're seeing is that there is a lot of like excitement and demand for this. And I think when, um, you know, as, as Jack mentioned, once the restaurants start to, to open their doors again and, and people are able to start going in and redeeming their gifts and being able to share and, and actually see the, 
you know, for example, the bull and bear where they've, you know, experienced the, the virtual um, walkthrough of it and then going and actually being able to go there in person, you know, this thing um, does have the potential to really take off. And it, it just comes down to just um, sometimes uh, new technology is a, 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 a bit of a, a slow trend to for consumers to adopt. But once they do, they 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 expect it and, and they almost will demand it from the the uh, companies they're going to. Yeah, I know, you know, we go to a lot of these different conferences and things and there'll always be, you know, new tech and you'd see restaurateurs kind of look at it and, you know, kind of would be nice to have. But now, you know, guests are demanding these things. They, uh, you know, they're connected to their phones and they they want these kind of experiences. And so the restaurants kind of have to get on that bandwagon to understand, better understand their guests to give them the personalized experience. And in that case, you know, the personalized experience can be a technological experience. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's just part of the package. I mean, it's just, um, you know, you, you, you can't in, in most instances have have a great technology experience and still, you know, serve food that's subpar so it's just like it's part of the complete package and it's it's part of what's going to um i think allow restaurants to you know maintain loyalty maintain relevancy because if your competitor down the street is offering something super cool then somebody who might have been loyal to you might just end up going over to them because they've they've now had something they've never seen before and experienced before or because of the gift card you know you you've now you've got a gift card you redeemed it you like the restaurant and now you go back and you've just got a loyal customer for life. So um, th- there's just so many opportunities here to kind of shift the way that that consumers have been going to restaurants, I believe, um, in the past. You know, and something we didn't uh, hit on that I think is important, you know, particularly in this pandemic environment is, you know, the safety of this, that you can still talk about the experience, but you're, you know, you have an element of safety that's built in thanks to the technology and how, you know, how that helps restaurants. That's right. And you don't, you don't have to, that's exactly right. And you don't need to touch like a plastic uh, gift card that 20 other people might've touched. Um, and uh, also Barbara, one other thing I wanted just to mention is the whole idea of virtual, you know, we're talking about virtual gifting, but uh, we've been doing other projects in virtual for a while now, as an example, uh, the Capitol grill has uh, virtual wine lockers that, you know, they're able to actually, uh, share through, you know, our app uh, with, you know, with different guests. And, uh, and that's really helped them because it's freed them up from the physical um, kind of, uh, you know, constraints of, of the, so they have both physical wine lockers, but they also now can have virtual wine lockers too. And people can gift between the lockers and comment on their locker. You can actually follow a locker like, like on Twitter, if someone gives you permission to see what they're putting in and, and consuming. So there, there's a, a lot of play for virtual in general in, in the hospitality industry. Do you have any other examples of this, of things you're working on that you can share? We're in two other conversations, but we're under NDA on, on both of them. So, um, But the virtual wine lockers is, is live at uh, probably three or four of our customers right now. And, you know, when you talk with your clients, your customers, and do you see them understanding the potential of all of this and that, you know, and how it can help their restaurant bottom line. Yeah, definitely. And it, it, we, we have some really, really good customers. And so we're fortunate in that, in that way. Um, and so, yes, we, there's a lot of 
discussions going on right now about kind of some really crazy things, um, you know, that I wish I could share, but maybe, maybe, maybe sometime soon we can. One other thing that just came to mind is like, I think there's this, this great value add for, for not only the restaurants, but we, we did a project earlier this year as well for, um, a subsidiary of Jackson Family Wines called Siduri. And their winemaker, um, you know, he got his start knocking on doors, selling the wine. And, um, and they, they came to us and they said, Hey, we want to try to tell this story of, of Adam, the, the winemaker. Um, you know, uh, through AR, how would we do it? And this was a world's first that we did in collaboration with Microsoft, where we literally put the winemaker inside of a, a studio, captured him, created a hologram of him, like you would see in Star Wars, and then made it um, something that was initiated off of either the website or from scanning the back of the bottle on the QR code, like you mentioned. And so... You know, not only can can restaurants start to be able to do exciting things like this, where we, you know, we um, called it the Siduri holographic experience, but you know, the the wine companies and the the you know some of the vendors can even you know elevate their experience as well for the restaurants. So next time you go to a restaurant, you know, you want to get a bottle of Siduri so you can show your friends at the table this really cool experience that you can't get anywhere else. Now, is this something that? you know, is really at this point available for brands or if I'm, you know, an independent restaurant owner or, or, you know, independent, but I see the potential for this for, for my business. Is it, is it something that's makes economic sense? Well, just to put it in perspective, Siduri's hasn't seen sales growth like they had, um, with, after launching the Siduri holographic experience. And they've actually received 200 million impressions uh for the experience around um around the US they've been picked up by the mainstream press and ABC and the last piece i would add is what's so cool about the technology is this is something we could also do with inside of uptown the uptown uh network ar gifting so for example we have the um you know you you can you can walk around the bull and bear but that's just what that particular restaurant wanted to do we could actually drop in a volumetric capture, you know, um, uh, spokesperson for the restaurant or the owner themselves and have them speak to the actual um, uh, customer when they walk in the door and be greeted by the owner. So you may not be able to physically have the touch for, um, with every single one of your, your customers that walk in. But as a hologram, you can greet everybody personally as if you're actually there. Uh, which is super exciting and people really love it. So um, it, it's just one more way that you can kind of amplify the, this experience with inside of the up, Uptown Network platform. It just, it, it enables so many different exciting ways to, to you know, um, yeah, engage with the brand. Yeah, and Barbara, what's nice is it really, uh, you know, you asked about the independent restaurants and the larger brands. It, it's nice because it's kind of a, you know, kind of a compendium of, of uh what you can do. So as an example, there's no, there's no cost to, uh, to a restaurant to, uh, to turn on virtual gifting. So, uh, it's available to, you know, all restaurants, whether independent or big brands. But then as a big brand, sometimes, you know, with a larger marketing budget, 
you start to be able to take advantage of some of the things that um, Pat's talking about with the holograms and so forth. So last question, what do you see as your general outlook for, uh, you know, for restaurants in 2021 and moving forward, you know, in particular with uh, regards to this kind of technology and what it could do for them? I mean, personally, I, I think that it's it's going to be tough. Like, I mean, and, and honestly, this isn't my subject matter expertise, but I know that um, all brick and mortar uh, companies are suffering from this. And it really just comes down to how are you staying relevant? And for example, we did a, um, a, a, uh, launch with the San Francisco ballet because people couldn't go see the nutcracker, but we engaged with their, their membership, um, digitally. And so if, if I was a restaurant and I'm in an area where there's lockdown, I would be coming up with exciting new ways, such as like the AR gifting to engage with my customers even when they can't get in the door. So when they come back, not only are they going to be coming um, to my restaurant, but they're going to bring their friends with them. So it's, I think it's, it, it starts now. And, and I think that like it's going to come down to like, how do you make sure that the people that used to be coming to you come back and don't go somewhere else? Right. We're, we're hearing kind of uh, two different things, Barbara. Um, we're, we're hearing, you know, some of our customers have really been hurt by this, you know, some of the smaller restaurants, and it's going to take them a while to, to recover. And, you know, we want to do everything we can to help them get back. And uh, hopefully gifting is one of those things that can help. Um, and then for the some of the larger, stronger brands, we're actually hearing a lot of conversation that they're going to have access to locations that um, that they previously didn't have access to. We have some brands that you know, have told us, you know, the, the re, the, their growth rate has only been regulated by being able to find a good location. And so we're hearing from some of those brands that they expect very strong growth because of the availability of, of locations they could never get access to previously. Thank you both so much. This has been really interesting to to learn about this and to, you know, to learn that it's, you know, there's some, some tools out there that can help restaurants as they recover. Well, thank you for your time. It's been fun. Right. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Barbara.